the moment you stop moment fighting, you stop you've fighting, already, you've lost, already right? lost, right? So you right? should always, so you should be, always throwing be throwing those punches, punches, punches even on good even days. On good days. Yo, 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 ¿qué pasó? Dime a ver, dime a ver. Yo, 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 ¿qué pasó? Hey. Yo, 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 ¿qué pasó? Talk to me, man. Hey, this, hey, this thing on? It's on. Hey. We're here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This podcast is called Which Way Is Up? Which Way Is Up? Which Way Is Up? Uh, this is the first episode, but not the last. <laughs> Definitely not the last. Definitely not the last. This is a good thing. I, I, I have, I feel very good about this. We've been trying to record this podcast, and everything that's went wrong has went wrong. But here we are. But here we are. We hashed it out. We ironed it out. January 17th, first podcast ever. Uh, when it's going to drop, we don't know. But we got another one coming for you next. Speak to me, man. Tell me. Tell me. I'd like to. Do you want to go back and forth now? Yeah. Let's, let's uh, do that. Let's, let's first, start. to the people out there, what we're going to do is going to introduce ourselves so you know who we are. Because right now, we just got into it like you know who we are. Uh, my name is Jared Waters. I'm Lito. And uh, this is a podcast. It's called Which Way Is Up? We're two friends, two co-workers, two colleagues. Try to decipher to life and find out which way is up and how to get up and how to stay up. And if we don't know the answer, we expect uh, maybe our listeners to help us through. Right. We're trying to figure it out. We're just figuring out life right now. We're figuring out, and we want you guys to join along with us. We uh, got some interesting guests. We're going to interview how they got up. But right now, for the first 100 episodes, you'll just be with us. <laughs> <laughs> just you and us. Strap just onto your seatbelts. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by uh, Goodyear Tires. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need to stuck on the road, hit Goodyear Tires. That's who we're sponsored by. Ah, that's hilarious. This uh, I I I um, Lito, I saw this um, this activity that we did. It's like this get to know you. It's called Who Are You, right? So like I did in this like training that I did, and it goes says Who Are You, and then you just like, whatever happens. So they asked me Who am I? So I'm gonna pretend this is what the dude said. This is the dude I remember. So he goes Who are you? Who are you? He goes like My name is Stephen. Blah 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 blah. Who are you? A man. Who are you? Dude who misses his grandma. Who are you? And that's how he kept doing okay. it, right? That's how, like, the, it was like a get-to-know-you game. Now, he did it in front of a whole bunch of women, so everybody's like, oh, my God, he misses his grandma. But I knew it was all smoke and mirrors, you know what I mean? Trying to get out there. Right, right I'm not right. upset with him. Right, not me, not like me either, but he could have saved it, you know what I mean? But it's a really good, good activity, get-to-know-you. Is that how he started the show? Actually, it was a training, so it was like a training for, like, teachers. Oh. So he did it in the summer, like, two years ago in the summer, I was in a training. And that's what he kept saying. Who are you? Who are you? He's trying to get like, you're more than your job. But right. I thought it was a good activity to be like, introduce ourselves to the people. And then we'll just keep it rolling. So let's get right into it. I'm, right. In, I'm, in, I'm in. Let's do it. Ready? Yeah. Hey, who are you? I'm Lito. Who are you? I'm a veteran. Who are you? I'm a daydreamer. Mm, who are you? Uh... I'm uh, oh. It's hard, right? Right, right. And I'm so much more. I, I animated. Right. Who I, are you? I'm a dancer. I oh, dance. okay. I get, Cut I get the life fit. I get the life fit. I move around. I like that. Got that Dominican salsa in you? Absolutely. Who are you? I'm a lover. 
Ooh. But it not not in the way you would think. <laughs> I came out really. Uh, hey. <laughs> I think that I let me turn off the lights. <laughs> it got weird. It got weird. No, let's keep going. We'll get into it. Go. All right. Who are you? I'm done. I think I'm done. That's tough, right? Yeah, I, that... it's much more than I thought it would be. And I thought I had five of them ready, but they all went out the window the moment you asked the first. Like onions, you know what I mean? You peel the right. first layer and you just keep going. We should do this again. We'll do it every every four months. All right. We'll do it to when the guests come on. We'll ask the guests that. All right. And then we'll dive into their lives. Let's get into you. All right, let's go. I'm ready. Who are you? Jared Waters. Who are you? Two-time wrestling champ. Who are you? Stand-up comic. You're, you got them back-to-back. Back. Who are you? <laughs> I feel like I don't even know you. Who are you? <laughs> who am I? Kindergarten teacher. Who are you? Man who lived in several countries. Who are you? Oh, I should have said this first. Man of God. Mm. Who are you? Disciple of the faith. Who are you? A man still trying to figure it all out. I like that one. Who are you? A boyfriend. Who are you? A uh, man that spends a lot of money on his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Way to close it out. Way to close it out. Was ready. Oh, man. Let's, let's dive into some of those things. Yeah. Let's dive into first how we met. Uh, do you remember the first time? Yeah. You shook your hand. No. I think we were just talking about music at first. Right. If you don't know, Lito started. Well, I'm a. I, we we met. Um, I was teaching. We we're teaching at school. We we teach at the same place. We we're both educators, and uh, I was teaching, and you were a paraprofessional for a student. Right. And then. We just always be outside because we're the only two dudes out there. Right. It's a think, school full of women, and it's just us two. When you talking about Cardi B, I think that's what we were talking about, Cardi B. And you're like, that's my cousin. That's right. my friend's cousin. That's my cousin's cousin. That's what he is. She's, like, hey, here we go. Right. <laughs> and so it sounds like a lie, but it's there. And it's definitely right. something people can. But, yeah, I remember that. And then we started talking about. Um, the South versus the North. Music. That you're type. very adamant about. You love yourself. Correct. You love you, you love you some Jay-Z, but you still, for example, the Soldier Boy thing. Correct. You keep saying it, Soldier Boy. No. Soldier Boy's a legend, man. I don't think, we're, we're pretty much the same age. We're in the same ballpark. But if you weren't down south from 2006 to 2010, you'll never understand how big Soldier Boy was. That's how huge he was. First, he had this song called Shootout. <laughs> it's maybe a 15-year-old kid told him, hey, shootout, let me at him. And there's a dance back in the day called the Pool Palace. So your legs would like go back and forth, and then Soldier Boy came out. And then all of a sudden, it sounded weird because he was doing it from his like computer on his home. I was like, man, this guy got some horrible audio engineers. Right. And then when, the, then when the dance came out, it just took over. Because there's like six different dances, like the Superman, then there's like the Batman, there's the Spider-Man. So you literally be dancing at like a college party, and in the next 15 minutes, you're literally going to be doing a dance. All, all six dances. All six uh, look, dances. I, I'm not saying that he wasn't relevant. Definitely was. And he remains to be, like, he continues to hit us with back-to-back humor, which I appreciate. It's always good. I was watching his feed. And somebody was like complimenting him and saying, "Man, you brought the internet back. It was getting boring." And it's true. He took Takashi's spot again. He keeps popping in and out. You realize that, right? 
and I and I think it's that Soldier Boy is way different because I think he knows what he's doing. I think musically, you think that, you think, it's just his fans are grown up. He doesn't have a fan base anymore. So what's what's Bow Wow's excuse? I hate Bow Wow, but I, I think Bow Wow. <laughs> well, listen, I think that Bow Wow was more he. It was more of an impact with Bow Wow than Soldier Boy. I think the reason why, because Bow Wow didn't write his own stuff. Like that's Jermaine re- Dupree. He wrote everything and Snoop too. So JD wrote JD wrote for Bow Wow and everything else. Maybe Bow Wow writes for himself, but nobody wants to hear about it. You know what I mean? I feel Not like anymore. Right, but he was just always too cocky for somebody who didn't write their own material. Little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. He like talks hard, like he really can do something. You five foot two. Right. Five foot two and you hundred and thirty two pounds. What are you really gonna well, do? Well look at Soldier Boy. He's, he's Soldier Boy's pretty big. He's six foot. He's six foot, but he's ten pounds. Ten pounds, but I guess it's just more people relate to Soldier Boy because he literally had to struggle. Right. Like Bow Wow's struggle is more you don't know how to adapt to this adapt to what you become. You think he had a hard time coping with his fame? I think he still wanted the fame, but he didn't have the talent to match the fame. What do you, why? Like when he was 19, he had that song, you ain't bumping like I'm jumping something, you ain't fresh as I'm is. Right. That was hot. I don't know. And everything that. I else think was, was done. Like I think. That, I when think. he dated Sierra, he looked like a boy. He looked like a little boy. I forgot about with that. With some tall woman. And I was like, what is he doing? Nothing wrong with short dudes with tall women, but he just looked like a child with like a grown woman. And I was like, what is he doing? I ain't never had nobody so you know that. <laughs> no, that wasn't half bad, that one. That song was actually pretty good. That wasn't half bad. But I think that there's a correlation between like Jermaine Dupri losing his hair and Bow Wow like I think there's a, I think there's something happening Nate. you don't see he, that he lost his hair and that's everything like all his super <laughs> like Samson like he after he cut his hair it's like it, it was over did he cut his you know he still writes for Mariah Carey though Jermaine Dupree currently yeah I, I, I haven't seen him around I think that after he cut his hair he refused to be in the, in the limelight sometimes I get when you I think that I don't know if I had to, if you had to go somewhere and you had to do a hit for hit. I don't go to clubs. If I was there in a club and it was Bow Wow's discography versus Soldier Boy's discography, Soldier Boy would get you dancing the most. Straight up, Bow Wow has no music for adults. Okay, I'll adults take that. at all. I'll take that. So his fan base are adults and they can't relate to anything. Now I, I want. Keep this in mind. I'm not defending Bow Wow here. Like but I'm you not just a, brought up. Like you randomly brought no, no, up no. little Bow Wow. But huh? what I'm saying, is I try to compare how. Well, it's how you feel about Bow Wow is exactly how I feel about Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Does that make sense? But I give Soldier Boy a pass because Soldier Boy is actually 15 and he came up from the box. You know what I mean? Right. He's the first one I really just really. He did it himself. Did it himself. So to, to a certain extent, everybody needs help. But yes, he did it himself. He paved the way for SoundCloud artists. He paved the way for the YouTube. A community like the the people who are making music in YouTube before it was a thing. Um, I give him that. He I, put Tiger in his first video. <laughs> he put Tiger in his first video. There's nothing Tiger could say about that. Like he, yeah, he put me on. Tiger just said thanks for the opportunity. He said that. Yeah, he said thanks. That's all he can say. Thanks for the look. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I, I guess you make good points, but I guess it's just when people listen to Soldier Boy, it reminds them of the good time they've had. Like Bow- I don't feel. I don't Bow- feel didn't like have a that. movement. You know who I feel like that about? Who? Joel Santana. 
Now, nothing now. He does nothing for me now. And I like Joel. I, I'm a Joel's fan. Every time I see Joel, I can't help but go back into that state. Like, man, you gave me nothing but good times. That's how I feel about 50. I, you know, I man, always give 50 a pass. Always. Always. I'm like, man, I wish you he would chill. You, you don't like 50's music? No, I like I like some of that song. Like, do you, when they, when they was. I had every, I still to this day have every G-Unit album. I remember my dad, because we couldn't listen to secular music. My brother bought the G-Unit Beg for Mercy track, and we had that thing blasting every time in the car. My dad came in the car, took the CD, and snapped it in half. And I was like, well, we're going to download another one now. (laughs) (laughs) Was that back when it was, uh, what was it? Uh, To download? Snapster. It was Napster, Napster. LimeWire, everything else. But I guess you get, music takes you back to a place Absolutely. that you can't control. I remember Dipset was hard. I remember football practice. We all yell out Dipset, everything else. Dipset, Dip. Come on, man. They give me nothing but back-to-back hits, even back-to-back though there, was, there wasn't a lot being said there. there. Purple Haze is my best. I said the Purple best. Haze? Purple Haze? That's my favorite camera. Back, like, for me, I, was, I wasn't into... Um, Dipset because of Cam, although Cam was, Dip. he was right for me. It was Jewels. He was young. He was up. I could relate. Like I, he was I nineteen. Be, what was he sixteen? I think it was eighteen. The first, the first video they have of him, like in the back of a, a trailer or, or something like that. And he's like going off, and I was like, man, it's, I can. I can feel. I almost feel like I can be this person. Everybody had their bandana like him. How like said back like Cook Crack Creased. one and two. Yeah, I can probably rap all of those songs. word for word. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he just never. I don't know. What, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when you pop too early, it's hard to maintain that current success. Lloyd Banks, same thing. Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. T realized that there he, was another guy in G Unit. Was it Lloyd? Or am I making that up? There was another person nah, in Tony Yayo. Not Tony Yayo. Lloyd Banks, Young Buck. Not Young Buck. Fifty the game. The game has done pretty well for himself. I mean, he has a whole West Coast, you know what I mean? It's just the entire West Coast. The whole entire West Coast. But it's just he ain't made music in a while. I think I can't w- name one game album that's I can name a song. Better than the documentary. I can name a song. The one with uh One is it a blood. No, uh, the one with, well, and this is kind of old too, but the one with Drake. The game has a song with Drake? What? What song is it called? Um, They're like in a backyard with a bunch of dogs, you know? Come on, let's do this. Yeah, maybe Drake, Drake and, uh, I don't count it. If you have a song with Drake, I don't count it. You know what I mean? Why? Because it's a hit? Because, yeah, it's an automatic hit. You know what I mean? Not saying it's a cheat code, but I was like, if you got a song with Drake, uh, we know what it's going to do. The only person I give credit for is Bad Bunny. You know what I mean? 100. He's trying to change his life. You know what I mean? Shout out to Bad Bunny. Shout out to Bad Bunny. Just pierced my ear just like him. Drake the game. Oh, 100. You better not come to the studio. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good yeah. song. But I feel like the game now, I think rappers now have just turned to singles. You know what I mean? Like 50 Cent can pop off singles. He doesn't have to have an album. But I think he's in a point of his life where he's like, you know what? Like I'm, he's what? He's number five? On- he got a... He got a that that the uh, soundtrack for Power went platinum. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. He rapped the whole thing. But I'm saying he. I feel like Fifty used music to get on, and then he branched from there. Like he doesn't really need. He probably wanted to do movies and shows from the beginning. Correct. He's a personality. 
But I feel like we live in an era now where the artist has to be authentic. So who's meaning, giving you? Meaning that I, I was I didn't I didn't I haven't watched the whole interview. I can't watch it. I'm fasting from like social. I'm fasting from like YouTube and everything else. Right like, now. Yeah, that's what I was fasting from. Mm, you, you didn't. Is that a forty movies, days, forty nights? Twenty one days at my church. You're fasting from something that like takes more time. I realize I can be on YouTube forever. I like to be on YouTube. Like last night, I watched Mar- um, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, I saw that. One. I watched Captain Marvel and uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And then right after I watched them, I watched the Easter egg like with the. And I wa- that took, I, I was there for about three hours, but I was on my way to bed. I needed, you know, sometimes I can be restless and I'm, I'm just sitting there up and it's hard for me to go to sleep. And so I need something to just kind of get me there. But that's what I do. Like before I go to bed, I can turn on a movie and just fall asleep to a movie and everything else. So I realize how much I spend time on movies, how much I freaking on YouTube watching, you know, just always studying. So I realize now my different vices, like different other networks. Now I was like, oh, now I'm back on Twitter again. Okay. So now I was like, oh, maybe I should just like, Look at what's trending now and write like more current event jokes and stuff like that. I agree, but I think to a certain extent, I want to keep. I want to keep enjoying myself when I'm by myself. Does, does that make sense? And so, Correct. like, if I like to watch you, I'm going to watch my YouTube videos, and I don't want anybody to, you know, as long as we're still getting these things done, right? I'm okay with that because I. This is how. That's how I reset. This is the reason when I do that. It's like me washing away my work day i guess my work day doesn't stop you know what i mean that right. goes straight forward so like as soon as i get home from night of comedy either politicking or doing whatever i'm like there and i was like okay but i've i'm doing this thing now where it's like it's a 40-day plan where you're reading the whole book of Gen- not genesis freaking the new testament so i'm reading the whole half of the bible so that's are you actually falling through it I'm like a couple of days behind because I started, I started like a couple of days before my birthday. And once all them texts came for my birthday, I couldn't read all that much. <laughs> I couldn't really do it all in saying. Shout out to your birthday. Yeah. Shout out to you. T- just turned 30, right? F yeah. That's in 30, 30 years old. 30 years old. 1989. Uh, I was depressed two days before. Not depressed about it, but just like trying to. Anxious? Not anxious. Just analyzing your life. You know what I mean? And. Um, do you feel like you're behind? I don't feel like I'm behind. I feel like I'm comparing myself to the greats. So I'm always looking like, dang, Dave Chappelle was this. Chris Rock was this. This was this. Everything else. Until like me and my old lady were talking. She's like, and I just, I, I took the, when I was just thinking about myself, I was like, I just got to worry about me. But it, that's why I sent you that. And I didn't know you were fasting, but. The Swiss Beats. No. That whole, that whole thing that Swiss Beats put out on Instagram where it's like most of the people who were successful did it after 30. In their 30s. Right. So sometimes you got to fool around in your 20s. And that's for everybody's not like that. Correct. Look, look at Soldier Boy. He wasn't fooling around in this. <laughs> you know, he's not fooling Call around. Back. <laughs> Call back. Message. So, yeah. So he's been putting out music for X amount of time. Some people just need. To- Correct. I don't I don't think I was fooling around. I think that sometimes I was like, like I made this long post about it. And I was just like, maybe if I moved to New York faster, I would have did this. And then I realized, like, if I. I needed to be in the South, you know what I mean? Because it taught me like more like values and how to like work and how to finesse, how to work and deal with people and stuff like that. Strengthen your core. Right. So I feel like I didn't lose out on anything. Like I made everything. I was like, if I went straight to New York after college, I was like, dang, I wouldn't have met my old lady. I wouldn't have done certain things. I want to build these relationships with different clubs. 
So it's always like shoulda, coulda, woulda. But I realized like, nah, man, I just gotta stay focused. You know what I mean? So it's I was just reading, just reading scriptures and stuff like that. Just realizing that the scripture that I like is called um, I forgot what it was, but it's uh, it says in the Bible, it's Jesus. I think it's God talking. Goes in the womb I knew thee, and I knew, in the womb, in the womb I knew thee, and I appointed a time for this. Pretty much saying like, I've I I knew who you were, and I know where you're supposed to go. So relax. I got it under control. And sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world to be like, knowing that you see something in front of you and you want to get after it and you can't get to it. What would you say is holding you back? Not hold. I would think what's holding me back is not holding me back. It's just like knowing people got to know you. And like, what's how do that? people get to know you? That, that's what I'm saying. They this, born, this. right? They this. get to know you through this. They get to know you through like social media, everything else. But they get they have to. Sometimes you have to prove that you're funny. Right? Prove that you're funny and prove that you stay. A lot of people don't get books like, he might leave New York. Like, I've been here two years going on three. Like, I've always. Would you leave New York? Say that? Would, would I leave? leave New York? We know that LA is. I would, only, I would only leave to LA if I can continue the path going up this way. I would never start back over again in the comedy scene. Ever. I put too much years in. Okay. Like, I started back over when I went. I lived, I, when I was in North Carolina, I did stand up, but it was like, ugh. Because it's college humor, but when I came to Tampa, uh, when I went back to Florida like that, when my parents lived in Florida, I went down there, and I climbed up through the scene, and I knew what it was like, not knowing people, putting you at the end of the line, back of the line, everything else. So I realized all that I did in Tampa, like how to come back up, I did it here so it wouldn't get to me. Like when I do get frustrated, it's like, oh, I'm the new guy. I know what it's like when someone moves to the scene. I know what it's like. You got to reprove yourself or anything else or the people that I've met have a certain way about me or have a very calm demeanor. And sometimes when people are calm with beers, you don't know if they're like, was he, was he, is he plotting or something? Like what? Like, is <laughs> he not, say, does he not like me or something? Would you say that you were vulnerable then? Uh, no. Because I knew what I signed up for. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So I was just like, I can't complain about getting punched if I stepped in the ring with Mike Tyson. If, if you step, yeah, right. I should not ever complain mm -hmm. about, dang, it's really hard. Like, well, why'd you leave Florida if it's really hard? Like, you, you, know exactly, you can always go back. Right, you can go back. I can't go back. <laughs> I you, can't Actually, I can go back, but it's just can. like, absolutely. I can always go back, but I'm just like, there's no point of going back. I made it to the point where there's nothing there for me to do. Like, it's to the point now, like, I thought about, I didn't think about it one time, but when I went home, I went back to the old comedy club. I'm doing shows, and then I start talking to the other comics. And I realize this ain't my scene no more. Were they were they new comics? They weren't new comics. Some of my friends, everything else, but it was like whatever that they, they, it don't matter what they're doing because I'm fighting a different guy now. So like I'm beyond that. Not saying that the guys there, they're still funny guys and they're still doing that. I was like, but my fight's in New York. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not gonna go stop fighting. Uh, Tyson to go fight. Uh. The guy who's in 101 that fights in the Japanese <laughs> leagues. You know what I mean? <laughs> not, not saying that Shots dude can't. Fired. He can't knock shot, you out on a given a fired. given Sunday. Because Tampa's a very good scene with a lot of good people. But now I'm just like, I got a whole lot better in New York. All right. So like when you don't get that type of stage time, you're very like, you're more antsy now. Because like you finally get it. So you're always trying to hit faster. Or find different ways to do it. So I think that was, that was playing in my head. Uh, then just just being thirty, you know what I mean. I just remember just like, man, dang, freaking thirty is so old. Until I was like, dang, twenty five, dang, twenty six, 
thing. But now, don't you feel, I, I'm 31. I'm going on 32 in, on, in July. And so I still feel like a, like a 22-year-old. Like even, and I think that, and, and I think we were talking about this before. Not necessarily, I want different things. Correct. But as far as like, sometimes I get on the train and I see people with, like, who are missing their soul. Like they, they, they've just checked out. Right. They're going nine to five. They're getting to work and they're turning on Netflix. I mean, they're getting to back home after work and they're turning on Netflix and that's their life. Nine to five, pay rent, Netflix. Correct. And I just don't feel like that. And I think that that's when you get old, when, when, you, when you let this, this system sort of drain you but of your energy. You. Yeah, and I, I'm not there. I still have things to free. This is something, my animation, um, other things, the shows, I, Correct. I'm still young. Like I still feel like I have the energy to get up and go do these things. I want to do it. And I, I think that with age comes more wisdom. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes, I guess I can, I've only been 30 for so long, but I think like some 30-year-olds think that they're at the back half of their career. Sometimes it gets inside your head, like when you meet, like when I meet young comics that are like 19, 20, and I was like, I remember I was 19, 20. I remember I was doing right, stand-up right. back then. I remember I didn't know anything. And these kids have a whole problem because you're in the city, so you get more advice. When what I was 19, you... it's like blind leading the blind. Oh, okay. What would you say... It's the minimum required amount to get it, whatever it is when it comes to comedy, to, to grasp the concept, to be able to switch. Because I've seen you switch back and forth, um, depending on the crowd, the energy. Like, how long did it take you to develop that? I, I think that it's different for everybody. You know what I mean? It depends what type of situations you've been in. You know, sometimes what plays a part to me is like, and you're with little five-year-olds and teaching kindergarten, you have to have a lot of patience. So if there's a rowdy crowd, I know how to be patient. I know how to quiet a crowd down. I know how to do that. And I guess it took just with time being in different experiences. You know what I mean? I've been places where I'm like, oh, I don't know how it's going to get off tonight. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to get off tonight. But I think it's like different experiences get you. What's the, what's the one piece of advice that you would give a 19-year-old right now? A young comic about to get on the scene he's 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 on the fence there's actually a comic i actually just talked to him his name is matthew aravello he started when he was 16 maybe 16 now he's like three years in and i told him i was like experience life experience life and always write i was like always experience life and travel and see different things it's like it's hard taking advice from a 19 year old about relationships you know what i mean because when you're in a club, it's nothing but older people. And no old person wants to hear about a 19-year-old giving relationship advice. It's funny. Talking about yourself is a funny situation. But advice, I was like, you have to live a little to start understanding what life is. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, some young comics are talking to me like, how's that? And I was like, I've lived a lot. You know what I mean? I've experienced a lot. So you can talk from experience. So I think if you're 19, I would just say be funny. Just be funny. Just be funny. And eventually you'll start figuring everything out. Because everyone's funny. Everybody, anybody can be funny. Go to church, the pastor's funny, everything else, people are funny. But like, if you want to do like consistent stand-up, I think it takes like an art or like a, a, a science to understand how to relate to people, but at the same time have people listen to you. 
people can be turned off about the way you look. Like, man, he's a clown. He's like this buffoon. Like, oh, free. I didn't even get my, I didn't even get my, get it off a little bit. You and know you, what I mean? And you, you could have relevant stuff. They just, they're not, they're not interested. I, uh, I, I like what you said when you said, like, you see people on the train, like, letting life dictate them and stuff like that. And sometimes I think it's because I talk to a lot of people I work with is that they don't know how to get what they want. Like, I don't know, like, if, if someone's in a job right now and you're really working it, but that's, that's your job, but that's not what you're passionate about. I think it's interesting when you meet people that have, like, a side hustle. Correct. Because when they introduce themselves, that you'll find out who they, who they are or who they want to be the moment they introduce themselves. It'll, it'll sound something like, oh, I'm, my name's X, Y, and Z, and Correct. I'm an animator. Versus... You know, that's their hobby and that's what they want to do. But they right. introduce themselves as an animator. And so they're set, they're manifesting it. You know, they're, they're creating it. Putting versus, it out there. Versus somebody who's just like, oh, yeah, I work at, you know, B&H or something like that. Whatever the case may be. But I've met people who are just like, this is what I do. I was like, you wanted to be this your whole life? Yes. Really? Some people. Yeah. Which, we, is, which, is, which is cool. Not a problem. But it's like, like I was, I don't know, who I was talking to. Uh. Last night when I was at uh, Kumbaya at Esther and Carol, this comic was talking. I was like, do the people know that you do stand-up at your school? I was like, no. He goes, what do they think you do? I was like, some of them think I'm a blues singer and stuff like that. I sing all the time. <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> you are, I would say, oh, man, it would have been interesting if you would have said, during the Who Am I? A library of music. Because you are definitely a library of music. I'm trying to stay away. I was actually dozing off today. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was dozing off at the end of the day. I was like, I was out to like 3 a.m. messing around. Ibrahim, you know Ibrahim. Yeah. He's like, yeah, just hang out for you one sip of tea. And it turned into like 40 minutes. And Shout out to Ibrahim. Aziz Ansari was there. Oh. Really? So yeah, he's mad small. He's like 5'2". But he's also... 115. Right, right. I was like, man, I'll throw this dude around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I always get to my wrestling days. But I, I guess I say that because I, even when I was at my old school, I was just like, I think it's like the Bible says they know you by the fruits that you bear. Like when we met you, you goes, I know you do something. I just don't know what it is. Right, right. And, and like I knew you, it. You knew. I was like, everyone knows the it. The energy was too, it was, there was something going on. I knew. And you, you moved the way you move. But I think that people, like I was saying, the people on the train, they've checked out. And so they don't see those things anymore. And, so, and sometimes for you to get to where you're going, you're, you're going to need help. It's just the way that it is. Correct. And when you stop seeing those signs, you're stuck. And being around like-minded people. Right. People who actually can build you up and not people who are going to remind you of what you were. You know what I mean? Like some of my boys, like, you remember back in high school? I was like, look, I don't look at what the records are broken in high school anymore. It's freaking over. I I'm really not playing like football that you again. just said that. You know why? I was just having a conversation. But I was just having a conversation with two of my friends, and I was trying to explain to them. These are sandbox friends, right? These are friends that I grew up with. Right. Um. And I think that we, we gravitated towards each other because of the, the situation we were in. We, I, I was living in the projects at the time. Correct. And I was hanging out in a shitty neighborhood. And so I was going to a war zone from a war zone, like, every day. And we sort of, we, we like each other as people, right? We gravitate towards each other. But I, I think there was also, like, a sort of a need to bond together to make it through these times. And then they remain your friends throughout your life. But we grow in different directions. So you, one person might like comedy, another person might be into like 
a dental hygienist or whatever they're into. Correct. It doesn't matter what it is. And your your newer friends, they're more tailored to you because you handpicked them. Correct. You decided that this is somebody I will allow into my life. And I like them because we think alike. Excuse me. Nature versus nurture. Right. We think alike. I like I, and you still care about these like sandbox friends, but you don't necessarily want to do the things that that you used to before. Like, I don't want to hang out in those street corners and, and drink till, till I pass out. I don't. That's not how I want to live. It's always hard for dudes to realize that you've grown up. I think sometimes dudes are more emotional than anybody else about like new people in their life. I mean, you can't rock with the boys no more. It's not that I've outgrown the boys. Right. Not even that you outgrown. It was like sometimes you have different interests, so it doesn't require to do the same old thing. And I really feel like when you get around people that know you, you're going to go right back to the thing because y'all know each other. Because it, it feels right. It you just go right feels... back to the way you talk, yeah. right back to everything else. Like when my boy, we, we used to link up at spring break, and immediately we went right back to the football locker rooms or doing wild stuff, throwing chairs off everything else. I was like, what are we, what are we freaking doing? Man? What, <laughs> what, what, are we, what are we doing? We went to a store and got removable tattoos, you know, those like water tattoos and yeah. stuff like that. I put like four teardrops on my eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> Walk around a beach, and some guy was like, "Dude, what's up with that tattoo on your face?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, freak! I still got it on." Oh man, he was like asking me, "Have I killed somebody before?" I was like, "Why do you keep asking me about this?" He said, "Dude, you got like five stars on your eyes, man." I was like, "Oh man, these are like water tattoos." That's uh, that's what they mean. Those, those um, teardrops that you killed guess, somebody it, and that you lost somebody. I guess it's hard. Be I, look at the Wu Tang. Think about, about the Wu Tang. How they all came in together, okay. and how they all do separate separate thing excuse me they all do separate things but they're still the wu-tang yeah they're still the wu-tang you can still be the rizza the jizza you can still be a director you can still be a movie director and everything else but we know you're from the wu-tang and that's not a problem because the wu-tang is great but at the same time they're not just like ah oh, the rizza's out here doing another movie you <laughs> should be hanging back here like who wants to stay in staten island and no disrespect to Staten Island, but like who, right, who right. wants no, to stay no, back yeah. in Staten Island? Like, let's it, have you know, it. you know, it's how hard it is for the Wu Tang to have an anniversary. Yeah, I get it, I get it. So I, I get, I, I don't know why I got like aggressive with it, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, I mean, it's just like there's nothing wrong having the sandbox and everything else, but sometimes the sandbox has to realize like, yo, we we link up, but at the same time, new level. I think that, I think that. You have to keep the idea that this the sandbox didn't disappear. It's there. It exists in a, in a in a timeline. It just you're not there anymore. Your body just doesn't feel like that anymore. Your mind doesn't want it like that. People start growing in different directions. I have I have a boy that um that has three kids now. What what are you, what are you doing hanging out in the street? You shouldn't be in street corners. You know what I mean? In the street corner. My cousin, my you cousin diapers. My cousin Patron. You you met him. He yeah. he's got he's got a couple kids. He's Bought a house down in Florida. His mindset is completely, completely different. different. You know, he's moved on. He still comes up. You saw him, right? We came right. up for the holidays. We hung out. There's good vibes. We always start going back to the... But then he gets on a flight. He goes back home and I, you know, continue doing what I'm doing on this side. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I like, me and my lady are talking about the same thing. Like, sometimes the position that you held when you're with your sandbox friend, sometimes they see the same thing. Like, my lady was, like, the little homie, and now she's the big homie. You know what I mean? She's lapped. I was like, you've lapped some of your friends in life, and that's not a knock to you. That's a good thing. You just got different ambitions. Right. You know what I mean? There's plenty of, it's hard, 
lapping people in life. I would lap some of my friends in life. Some I watching my friends lap me like when I was in college was like hard. I'm like, this guy got a job. Our brother lapped me a couple times. <laughs> I was like, freak. I mean, I was at a vacation one time and I was like, like counting my coins. And he goes, hey, don't worry, I got it. I was like, what you mean? You got everything? <laughs> I got it. Just live, man. Just have a good time. And I was like, man. So I guess it's. I think I've got to the point now. Was like, even if I think you don't even lap me, it's just that. I support everything because every win is a win for the team. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I, I mean? So, like, like Method Man, when he does stuff, he's still part of the Wu. Everyone's happy that the Wu-Tang's winning. I feel like... Uh, how do I, I think probably because I just listened to 20 Chambers for the first time. 36 just... Chambers for the first time to understand. Really? I was like, what is this about? And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I get it. All right. It's great. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Front it's, of me. it's good stuff. I get it. Let me see here. I... For me, right now in my current state, I think that with some of my like sandbox friends, they we spent so much time together. Correct. That so I moved out when I was sixteen. I moved back into New to New York from Jersey. I only lived in Jersey for a couple months. I didn't like the experience, so I moved back. I moved to my aunt's house at sixteen. By the time I was seventeen ish, like right after my birthday, I moved out. So I'm living out. I'm out by myself. I'm renting a room cannot afford it but i needed to be back in new york because it's, it was my identity at the time right? correct I had no idea what i was talking about but at 17 who knows what they're talking about and so we spent so much time together that we did everything together right, right. and so if one of us got a job we got the rest of us in there and if one of us was going to go to a party all of us would go to this party. and we spent so much time like doing the same things at the same time that any time that somebody did something that you weren't doing, it felt a little off. And I right. don't feel like that anymore. I feel like these are certain things that I've got coming up soon that are my, they're me. Correct. And I'm having a hard time like letting them in, although I want them to support me. Right. But I like, this is me. Let me do, let me get this. Like I got the training wheels on. Watch me ride. Yeah, watch. Let me and, and let I me ride a little bit. It's what you, it goes back to what you're saying about lapping. I don't. Maybe I'm not necessarily lapping them in the sense where I'm like in a different level in life, but I am somewhere else mentally. And I don't need. I don't. I would love their support before. It felt like I needed their support, but I, I didn't. And now it's like I would like it, but you know I'm gonna watch well, me shine. Yeah, we'll we'll not say lap, not lapping. Maybe that's like maybe you're just doing a different event. Like track and field. You're doing a long jump now. And right, still, right. And we're still... They're still running laps. It's like, no, 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 I'm long jumping now. Yeah. I know y'all can long jump too, but no, let me let me triple jump over here. Yeah, let me get it right. Let me... I'm failing, but let me let me triple jump a little bit and see what's going on. That's the crazy thing. When you spend so much time with somebody, like me and my boy, I realized that when I was talking to my other boy, I was like, we s- literally spent every single day with each other for like five years straight. We did football practice after football, went to the same church. We did the sleepovers, everything else. It's like, for a while, you know exactly who that person is. Right. So when he talks to me, he's like, I know that's a lie. Nah, he's freaking So when he talks to you now? No, he passed away. But like when he, oh. he was, uh, he oh, was yeah. nah, no worries. He was, he was murdered by his girlfriend's uncle. But like when we, when we got in college, he had the hardest, had his hard, the, the hardest time withdrawing because he kept talking about the good times. Does that in, make sense? In high school? In college? In high school. No, so we didn't go to college together. It was just like like we, we lived in Japan together. So when we live in Japan in our foreign country, you're on an Air Force base and everything. You know, it was on a base. My father's military. 
So every single day, it's not that hard to find each other. And every single day, let's meet at the gym. Let's lift weights. Let's There's do everything else. so many else. places. So it's just every, every time, every single day. So when we got in college, we all separate. So it's like, how's college going? Man, I, you know. I, uh, so we started having a hard time. And then actually, you know, I was like, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. I was like, he's lying. Because I know you. I know exactly what you're built of. I know even though we change, I've changed. I start doing the triple jump now. When it comes down, well, I'm going to start doing the triple jump. I was like, yeah, but are you a stand-up comic? Mm. I'm funny. Yeah, you're funny. Try improv. You know what I mean? Try doing something else. I was like, yeah, I just, I'm just trying to do something. So as I got to the point where like, I like all my boys, I still know them, but I know they do different events now. Mm-hmm. Like my boy is about to be a doctor. I didn't even know he was that smart. <laughs> right, right. Like he was telling me he's going to med school. I was like, what are you going to do there? You got a janitor position or what? <laughs> and he had to check me like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm about to, I'm in my third year of med school. I was like, dude, come on, chill out, baby. Come on, man. You ain't no, <laughs> hey, come on now. Hey, come on, baby. Come on, daddy. Ain't no, you ain't no. <laughs> He literally, literally is one of my best that's, friends. That's hilarious. And, he, and his brother was always a smart one. Like his brother went to MIT. His brother was a smart one. And we always thought his brother was the one. But turns out he was just as smart as his brother, but his brother's way smarter than him. So now he's in like the third year, fourth year of med school. Med school and when he told me I'm about to apply for med school, I was like, what are you going to do there? <laughs> and he had to check me. He's like, yo, what the, what are you talking about? I've always had good grades. I was like, yeah, yeah, but you... <laughs> <laughs> you ain't a doctor. <laughs> you ain't a doctor. Yeah, you got doctor right. qualities. Wait, where, did, where did you become a doctor? And then my boys was like, yo, what the? And I was like, yo, freak, man. Joe was smart as ever. So now I'm like happy for him. I'm like, yo, my boy's a doctor, man. Freaking Joe. Freaking no, no, right tackle. It. Joe Sappho. Knock your block off, Joe Sappho. I was like, yeah, man, he's a right tackle and he's a doctor. So now I was like, yeah, freak, man. Sometimes you just had to, I had to realize, like, oh, man, I haven't seen him in a couple years. So. He was do- he was doing his long jungle over right. there. He was over there doing a shot put. That's what he was doing. Right. He, was <laughs> he was over there shot putting and throwing the disc. And I'm over here doing that. So now like when we like we have like maybe like once a month we'll call each other and I'll run by jokes for him and stuff like that. And he laughed up, give me his personal advice. But like I have a lot of boys out there, but it's just like I've accepted that we've grown not apart, but we've grown different ways. Right. So now I can look from a different angle to be like that. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. That's and that's where I'm at now. I, I I support every single one of them. See, you were saying about the 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 doctor. Mm-hmm. I have a cousin who is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy a house in Florida." Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Relax. But it turns out, yeah, he 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 met his wife, and I think that what he needed in life was in that moment was his wife to help him reset, and he did that. Married her, moved to Florida, bought a beautiful house, remodeled it himself, which I didn't even know he he could do that. That he had the abilities to like work his hands that way. Bought a bought half of a liquor store with his brother, one in half. Mm. So he's 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 well he's fine, yeah. you know. He's making some coin. He moved out of Gerard. Gerard is a neighborhood where I grew up. Brown. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun, you know that that time was fun. We've moved on. I think that's a, a good a good a good place to like dwell on. Just sometimes in life you have to move out of your circle to make a bigger circle. I just I've never like in high school 
you know, fifty high school, you were the man, homie. Right. So I went to five different high schools. One to two. I went to five, and in three of them, I was really the man. Right. But I've never thought back and sat there like, man, I wish I was back in high school. I was doing high school things in high school. I can't. Right, you can't go can't back. Be Thirty, trying to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying to wear my, go to hooky parties. Hey, you want to wear my Letterman jacket? Yeah. What's wrong yeah, with you? <laughs> So not not that anybody that uh, in my circle does that, but I've I've come across people where they're like stuck in a time zone. Even the way they 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 walk and talk and dra- everything about them is they stuck in that time zone, and you can tell that that's where they were glowing the most. Correct. And I feel like that's where you can see that with people that you either work with or people throughout life, they're trying to recreate moments that they didn't have. Ooh, I like that. Does like it make that. sense? I, I I was going with they were trying to recreate moments that they did have, but also the, there are people who are trying to recreate create moments that they didn't have. So now it's like people who are very not saying that like nerdy, but people who were maybe socially awkward in high school. Now, now if you notice that the job or everywhere you work of now they're the ones starting the clicks. You know what I mean? Like they're click, the ones starting. They're the, the ones the, of the, like starting to like oh we all hang out, we all go to brunch, we all do this. I was like I've. They got the group text yeah, going. I've done this already. The freak! I've done this in high school. No, I'm not gonna. If somebody adds me to one more group, yeah, type, like we're I'm gonna, gonna... <laughs> let's all let's all hang out this way. This is your crew. I was like, I have no crew. What are, we're adults now, right? I can hang out with you. We can hang out. Let's hang out. I'm okay with hanging out, but th- let's not. This isn't a thing. But you I, know? I, to to your point, I think that's how to call back is the reason why sometimes I don't like telling. I don't not. I don't like. I was like, I don't promote stand up to the school because it's just like sometimes it's like. You think I'm trying to impress you now. Now you think I'm always trying to be on and stuff like that. Or sometimes I think you can't share your vision with other people because other people don't have your vision. I think it's interesting that you keep that to yourself. Um, I don't keep it to myself. You do. I don't really keep it to myself. It's just like you, I don't. You're not promoting it. It's I'm not. not promoting like, it. But if you see me out, like there's been plenty of people like, oh, I saw Jared and Long. I saw Jared. I saw everything else. And people just Well, like, I think it's going to be interesting when you get like when you get put on. Because it's going to happen when you get on. There's going to be a ton of people that are going to be like, I, I used to work with him side by side here when I was. Uh, we never, we knew, we didn't know he did something. He was funny all the time. He was hilarious. But I think sometimes I think there's, there's dream catchers and stuff like that. I feel like when you're, I don't know, especially as a comedy, I think comedy is like the most disrespected art form throughout the world because everyone feels like they can do it. You know what I mean? So. What comedy? Yeah, everyone feels. Everyone, I'll, I'll get on stage and try three. I'll, I would never. I'll, I would never. But I think everyone's probably said that. I think I can do it. So it's just like when you're doing stand up, and I say the level I'm in, I was like, I'm trying to lead my life. You know what I mean? Like I've wanted to do this since I was 17 years old. So but you love right, this. I freaking love it. So it's just like I don't need. I don't want. Like I let my last school, I let everyone. Everyone's coworkers start coming to comedy shows and heckling me and stuff like that. And I don't have to smack. I'm like, what the freak, man? You guys are here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, man. And they're like, hey, who's that table back on uh, 212? And I said, like, forget me. Those are my people over there. Those are uh, <laughs> people who are heckling and not paying any money because they're teachers. Yeah, those are my people over there. Uh, that's you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I feel like, you know, you're going you're gonna to rock with the people you're going to rock with. And it ain't, ain't no secret to tell. I said that because I think we're talking about, like, side hustles. This, uh, this this chick on Instagram, excuse me, this woman on Instagram, I'm still, I gotta get out of the Southern way. Honey Loaf, did you see that thing? I, s- I have, I know you showed me, you showed me a few pictures <laughs> of her and Lord have mercy, <laughs> but 
But they're hating on her. Like her staff is hating on her because they're saying that she shouldn't be a a uh, a model and teaching. But I feel like what what would I mean? Do you think it's that, or is because she looks the way she looks? Now that body is that's 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 a created body. That's definitely mad in two thousand twelve. Like you know what I mean? That's definitely created player. Created player. That's definitely not natural. Really? That, no, come on. Because she posted like video. Oh she right. Posted she posted videos before. of what she looked like seven years ago. But do you think that people still like whether she built it or not? And keep in mind, I'm Dominican, so you know, there's a whole culture like right. built around getting going under the knife. So they view it differently. But do you think that the teachers around her, the people that surround her, are upset that because she looks the way she does, and not necessarily because she's a teacher, because that has nothing to do. You can be. You could be a hippopotamus as long as you can teach. You could be up there teaching. I I challenge you different. I feel like teachers are the only ones that have to hide who their lives are. Think about when you see teachers trying to go to the store and get like beers or something like that. They're, to the level of a politician? Not to. I think that people hold teachers to a different standard than other people. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's a te- oh, he shouldn't be talking like that. Oh, he should. Is that why you you feel like you you shouldn't tell people about the comedy? At work? Uh, I'm not dirty or anything else, but it's just like sometimes people want you only to be focused on teaching. They think, feel like we can't multitask. Right. When we multitask all the time. You know what I mean? Oh. You're teaching off two hours of sleep. You sure you can do that? Are you con- uh, attentive? I was like, I'm a freaking yeah, they'll machine. Call you. they'll call you on it. You know what I mean? They'll, like, they'll try to I'm call you. I'm a freaking you machine. I could do it off one hour if I wanted to. Random questions. Well, I mean, what are your hours? What hours do you do? Pretty much 14, 15 hours. And so you get home at maybe the entire week at the same time, three something, two something. Um, you don't think that that would take a toll on your relationship? No, because she's the one that made me start doing that. To get up on stage? Not, no, I, I was doing stand-up before her, but she was the one that asked me, like, turn, that made me turn the hustle to a next level. Like, I remember, like, we were talking, and I told her I did stand-up and stuff like that. She goes, I knew you did something. And then, like, a couple months went by, a couple months went by, and then she asked me, do you still do stand-up? I said, what did you say to me? <laughs> She's like, do you still do stand-up? Do you still want to be a comedian or anything else? I said, I am a comic. She goes, I don't see you up like that. You know what I mean? I figured, you know, comedians are, like, always up and stuff like that. And that moment when she said that to me, I was like, are you right? I could go 12 times harder than this. 12 times harder than this. To the point, like, now... She's down. Like when we go to shows, she's she got me a couple of gigs in London, just sitting out there talking. I said, like, "Hey, you go get 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 out here. You come on now. It's a team effort." I feel like we. I used to tell her all the time. I was like, I told her that she's my second wife. You know what I mean? Comedies are no, 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 not that. I mean, like most comedians, when they come up, they got the struggle wife, and that shows their struggle income, and then they get the, <laughs> <laughs> then they get then they get like some supermodel, and they're just like, yeah, That's, this is a. Uh, you see Kevin Hart. Not saying his wife is not ugly, but I just, did not see that. But it's coming. just like his first wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's probably more stressed out from him wrecking his car and doing all this other stuff and all the stress that she has. Then the second wife gets to enjoy the fruits of her labor. I used to tell my list, I got my second wife. You know what I mean? You're the you're the second one. I'm supposed to have someone to struggle with, but turns out you want to struggle as well. So I got two for one. So I think like you know, it's not that she's down for. You know what I mean? She knows she's just as ambitious as I am. So she understands, you know what I mean? There's blood in the water. Let's both get out there. I think she's super supportive. Right, super supportive, and you, I guess she understands it. 
And when she's out here, she understands it's at a way different level than when we're in Florida. So it's like cool. Like sometimes I'm like now it's hard because she's more like a critic now. Oh, that joke. Ugh. I was like, do you understand what I just did? And just mix it together. I don't get it. I don't get, you know what I mean? I don't get it. Or sometimes some comic will say something to her and I'm like, oh, they don't know. she knows so much comedy. So she'll probably break it down and be like, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's all right. I didn't really like that special. Do you think that she's she's desensitized to stand because up? She's been, yeah, because she's been around it so long. I guess at times, but she knows when funny stand up is. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when we can watch a special together, she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? That's funny. Like, I feel like if she had an opinion on stand up, she would keep it and talk to me about it. You know what I mean? But if she said her opinion, I think people would respect her opinion. Like my old boy, his his baby's mother would like, we'd be talking about stand up, like real legit comics. And then she would say, no, he ain't funny at all. And we're like, freak let. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how funny this guy is and he's just like guys come on now and i was like oh, come on man right come on respect right. respect the wife or, or um female comics whose boyfriends don't do stand-up and they start giving their opinion that guy's trash and i was like what do you know how hard your lady's working at night and you think that you can just get on stage and do what she does excuse me the most disrespectful thing i heard some comic just like yeah my girl do stand-up i think i might as well get into it you know what i mean i was like do you know how funny your girl is you know how funny she is? And you think you could just get up there because you're a dude? Like, you got to be, you got to be true to this, not new to this. I think that's a problem in most, most relationships where one of the people's in, in the relationship that feels like they're above the other one. In the beginning, I was above. Now we're more equal. You felt like you were above? I, I think in the beginning, I was more above because I, was, I, was, I already knew who I was. Versus her trying to figure it out. She was finding herself. Now she's found herself. Now someone when she's in, like when she's doing her anthropo- doing her uh, conservation stuff, that's her stand-up. And she talks about stuff I can't relate to. And the way she probably feels about like the same shows, everything is the same way when I go to these historical sites. They all look the same to me. For me. Go ahead. While we're still on the subject, I had already found myself. I knew who I was and what I was capable of. When you got married or when you? When I got, no. When I got married, I was still a kid. How old were you got married? 22. Jeez, no. I was 22 years old. And we were together for about five years. Before you got married about or after? Years. No, no, no. We were together for, we knew each other. We, we had a lot of close friends. And so we've come, we've seen each other. But we were together for about a year and a half or something like that. Right. Got married. Probably, I say this to everybody, my, my marriage and my decision to go to the military are probably two of the boldest bullet points that I have in my life. One, because my, my marriage showed me how to be a man, how to mm. treat a woman, mm. um, how to care, how to genuinely care, because you say that you care, Correct. but care, really caring looks right. completely different. Um. And the military taught me respect, dignity, um, moral. Like, they both changed my lives in completely different ways. But my marriage, what it did for me, it showed me how to care for another human being. You weren't selfish anymore. Yeah, completely. I, I lost that completely. I wanted to cater to somebody, and I didn't know how to do that. I had to learn that. And it, it took 
that entire time that I was with her because it's always a struggle whether you're in the good times or bad times in a relationship it's always a struggle you're always struggling right because the moment you stop fighting you've already lost Mm. right so you should always be throwing those punches even on good days right there's going to be rainy days we plan for those we execute um efficiently but we still plan for the next rainy day does that make sense there will always be rainy days and the rainy days are the days that will get you not the good days right we know this good days are where everything's smiling right but we're planning for the rainy days if this we do this would you say the rainy days happen as you were in the military or the rainy days happen when you got out with her it was a combination of everything it was life see our our relationship we we never cheat that we that i know of on my side right she never cheated i never felt like she did and i didn't have to cheat that doesn't mean that i didn't have the opportunity i was on an aircraft carrier correct with a bunch of women that <clears throat> were ready cbs <laughs> cbs but i felt very connected to her even when we were miles away i didn't like certain things and i like i said it was always a struggle we were we were still kids but i would have to i would like pay the bills from Bahrain. Why? You should be taking care of business. I've always said this. I have always said I need a woman that can be me when I'm not there. Did you feel like you spoiled her not to be you? I never spoiled her. So why were you still doing that then? I didn't think she could do it. It she you didn't never think gave she me, could be you. I didn't want to force I, I set myself up for failure because okay. I I wanted her to i wanted her to to have those skills but i didn't want to push her for example she was still in school mm-hmm. and she was we still lived at her mother's place even though i could afford her an apartment it made no sense to get her an apartment i did eventually later on but it, it made no sense to pull her out of her mother's house and so she still had like revenue coming in. right she was fine she would work and she would make x amount of money and I didn't have to give her that. But sometimes I would come and I would, I would come for the weekend. I would drive up for the weekend. And I would leave and I'd call her like on the road and be like, hey, check under the TV. And I'd be like 200, 300. Right. I, I started off small because I didn't want her, I didn't want her um, getting hooked. That was something that I learned from before. Somebody else told me like, don't get a hook. What you give now is what you'll have to give later. And so I, I knew I didn't want to start with a big number. So my number was 250, 200. But I was coming up every weekend. So she was getting her check and that. So you're making like eight, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. I don't got work. You got, and wasn't working. You were just oh, going she was to in school. school yeah. She was in school, but she was. What was she doing? She was actually working. She was doing teach like a champion. Whereas you come to you about. tutor a kid, you right? Know, you tutor a kid. But I learned a lot with her. I. But it wasn't like she taught me anything. It was more like we learned together. Did she teach you how to deal with failure as a marriage? Because you're divorced, correct? So we're divorced now. We're divorced. So did she teach you about failure? Would you consider your marriage a failure because it's ended a divorce? Or what does, that, what does being a divorcee mean to you? For a long time, it weighed heavy on me, especially as I turned 30. Okay. Because my parents were together for 20 years. Okay. And they struggled. They, they, they really struggled. Uh-huh. And so for me, marriage was like, you struggle. That's just the way it is, you know? I'm sure that in some other people's family, even if they, even if the, the arguments happened only in the bedroom while they were sleeping, it, even if they only saw, like, 
the kisses and the and the roses. Still, like, their version of marriage is different. Mine, for me, you struggle. Right. But you go through it together. You figure it out. Right. Right? One of you takes care of the kids while the other one, and then you switch, and then you, fi- you figure it out. Right. I, so it weighed me. It, I thought that marriage was forever. So I was ready to fight the fight forever. Right. But it got stale. It, it got really stale. Stale as in you stopped fighting or stale as in she We stopped? both stopped fighting. And oh, that's why you said when you stop fighting, right. when you stop punching, it's already done. Yeah, you're done, and you don't realize it. And then when you you try to go back up, but you're already tired. There's no, there's, there's no way to get a second win. You put your hands down already. Would you say if you get married again that you would be a better husband because of this? Absolutely. There's no way I can be. I'm a better man. Period. Because of that. Shameless plug. So you found which way was up. Yeah, but I needed to fail. You had to fail. You had to fall. So yeah, you know I had now. to. Now you know. Now so, you know what to do in a marriage. So you know they say when you're drowning, right? Like sometimes it's it's dark or whatever, and you can't really see where you're going, right? Because Correct. you're you're in the water, you're you don't drowning. know which way is up. And the only way to know which way is up is you have to go a little bit further down and see where the bubbles are going. Really? The bubbles go up. They always go up. Your bubbles from your body? Yeah. Or? The bubbles that you let out, they go up. And so that's how you know, oh, oh this way is up. What this, if you can't swim? That's all you. You're out of luck. Me, yeah. It reminds me of Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember when you had to get the bubbles? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, there's so many. Are you guys still friends now to this day? No. And that, that's, not, What do you mean? Not even cordial? Not even what? Happy New Year? Or, no. We, we, that was done. It, we, we exhausted all of that. And what's funny is that we used to have a lot of problems. Not a lot of problems. I won't say a lot. We had one or two arguments about my ex being in the picture. Not in the Again? picture. No, no, no. Not necessarily in the picture, but she was, like, lingering. She would be, like, in certain circle of friends. Right. And she would pop up. and was like, why, is this, why are you guys still friends? And I'm like, well, I don't see anything wrong with that. I, and I still, to this day... We, I've never slept with her since we stopped going out. Right. Um, I really genuinely see her as a friend. She helped me through a very, very hard time. I was, I'd moved back to New York, and I was, I was working at the Bronx Zoo, making X amount of money. That did, I couldn't afford the rent. Right. And sometimes I would, I would, she would let me. Her aunt had won a lawsuit. So she had like $2.5 million sitting in the bank account. And so they would have these, these like cookouts and like, she would tell me, come, come spend the night, stay here. You eat here. You don't have to spend money on food. She held you down. I'll wash your, I'll wash your clothes. They had a, a washing machine downstairs. She would wash my clothes. So all these small things that dig into your pocket, right. the laundry mat, the food, she took care of transportation. She took care of that for me. And she helped me out with that. Yeah, that don't sound like a friend. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no, she was my girlfriend. Oh, she was your girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. She was oh, my ex. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, okay. she was my first girlfriend. I've only really had. Now two. I get. It. I yeah. thought you were saying that she was just a friend. No, she was my girlfriend. She was my girlfriend. So your ex-wife had a problem. You still communicating with your girlfriend? We weren't communicating, and I, I honestly, it was just a series <clears throat> of events that happened. So one time I was hanging out, and we're friends. We we have the same circle of friends, right? Mm-hmm. We we worked at the Bronx Zoo, and from the Bronx Zoo, a lot of friendships built. And that are still alive today. And so when I would hang out with certain friends, like I have a good friend named Tasha. Um, and Tasha would throw like these amazing parties and we would go hang out with Tasha. And so when I go visit Tasha, 
she would come like one of our other right, friends right, would come right. and she would come up and now this wasn't planned i assured like it was not planned it's just the way it worked out and so i was always honest i'd come home hey listen i was with you know x y and z pulled up mm. and she was very unhappy with me. i can understand being unhappy absolutely I, mean? because, I get you know, it hanging I, with an ex yeah that is uh i get it Sometimes it's hard for just exes to be friends. I know you guys probably still are friends, which is like he is already broken bread with this woman yeah. amongst God. No, I see that now. I I think that I would I would be like I said I was a kid and I right. So she taught you how to be a man. She taught she you how taught, to be like, she, hey, this is not cool. And she didn't teach me like I said. She did to a certain extent, but we taught each other. We grew up together. She said one thing to me that that really like hit home. She said, "I watched you become a man." Dang. She said, you had no hair on your chest when I met you. Literally. And I sat there and I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because Dominican men, they got some hair on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> but she said that to me and she was right. She said, she said she was talking to a coworker and the coworker said something along the lines of like, my husband is such, he can say X, Y, and Z, but I know who, I know who he is. She I watched him be a man. She raised you. Yeah. So I, I have a lot of respect for her, but we just don't have the kind of relationship. I had a lot of trouble with her family, too. Correct. Her family was not supportive. I, I was a thug. I was, I was. Do you see them all? She's from the Bronx, too, right? Yeah. Have y'all ever crossed paths with them? I, cro- I bump into her father a lot. What does he say? Nothing. He, he wasn't much of a talker to begin he wasn't much of a talker when when we were together he's just not a talker he keeps himself he's a very private person so when i see him we shake hands but i know i he and he he didn't really care too much as long as his his daughter was happy it wasn't really him i never had an issue with him i never had an issue with uh one of the older sisters I really only had a problem with the mom and the, and the brother. And because the mom and the brother are, were the heart of the family, that's where everything. everybody had to back the mom and the brother. Like one time I, we were going through something. We, we fixed that, but we were going through something, and, and I was just like figuring out how to, how to get her back. And I like wrote this handwritten letter. It was the last time you've seen a handwritten letter. I wrote this handwritten letter. Right. Um, I don't even remember what it said, but and I bought some roses. Like I went out and I picked these roses out and i gave it to her and she had gone to like massachusetts and when she got back nobody gave her the letters or the flowers what is this the notebook they threw it they threw it in the garden oh, that's, that's that notebook stuff right there yeah that's the dominican notebook right there they didn't want the mom Como didn't want a notebook the notebook El uh, paper. no <laughs> El la libreta La libreta. La libreta. The tigre la libreta. <laughs> the tiger notebook. That's effed up. That but, really is effed up. But, it, it, and look, and now as an adult, I still, I, I've Looking never. back on it, you're yeah. like, that was effed up. They set me up for failure. Like, here's the thing, They right? never supported the marriage. But this is the thing. This is what drives me bananas. I, I don't, this used to weigh on me, but I'm honestly past it. But right. the older sister was going through something with her husband. They have two kids married for i want to say two years longer than we were married right two kids bought a house they bought a house about 45 minutes from new york they're set up right right should be forever at this point right unless you know god intervenes but she starts feeling like she wants to go out i didn't get to go out and get to dance i want to dance right mom says are you crazy 
You have two kids with this man. You're married. Go back home. Love your husband. Mm. Care for him. Mm. Be there. Right. But then she would tell my wife, like, you should break up. <laughs> that is so effed up. Yeah. She never liked me. She never she liked did, me. She did like me. What happened was her son. Didn't like I, you. And I understand. So, you know, now I'm older and I'm a man now and I, I understand him completely. I can't, I, I can't say that I didn't set myself. He didn't like you because he saw himself in you? No. I think what happened was his, his sister, my wife, was his chick magnet. She was his wingman. She was beautiful. She loved him. Wasn't the best looking guy. Right. But he was with a beautiful woman. So that attracts other beautiful women. So that attracts other beautiful women. And she would help. Like, she would go and like, hey, you know. This is my brother. Right. His wife died in the middle of the night, 28 years old. They had just had an argument. He never got to say I'm sorry. Mm. Never got to hug her. Mm. They had four kids, two of which were from her previous relationship. But he's raising these four kids now. He has four, ki- he has four kids as you guys are married? At, while we were married. So he had, okay, I get it, yeah. So he had, she... When they met, <clears throat> him and his wife, <clears throat> she had two kids already. She had already two kids. And then they had two kids. So that was four kids in the house. Right. And then she died. The other two fathers are deadbeat. So he has to raise her, this, these kids that he sees his ex wife in their faces every day. And on top of that, he gets a new girlfriend, right? After this was like, we were together almost six years. Six years after about. After about four, I want to say after about three years, he gets this, his, this girlfriend, and she starts having a problem with him raising these kids. And so one night, this was a Saturday night. This hookah was like the thing back then. Right. And we're sitting there, and they're drinking, but the this flavor of hookah that they're, that they're smoking, it did something to my stomach. So I stopped drinking because I couldn't smoke the hookah. After a while, I'm like, all right, I want to go to bed. I go to bed. One of their cousins is half naked on my bed, like sweaty. I'm, I'm upset. I get upset. Your cousin's on our bed. I tell her, your cousin's on our bed. Our bed, right. It's our bed. Like, we, we do freaky things on this bed. <laughs> this is our bed. <laughs> We're a husband and a wife. Babe. Right? Right. I finally get him up. Then I tell her, let's go to bed. They used to party till like 10 in the morning, every Saturday. So she, he's drunk. He's listening to all the music. That, that was his thing. He, would, he, he had a mural that his wife had picked, and so he would listen to the same soundtrack. And look at his and wife. And look at his mural. And just think about. I, I, I felt him. And so one night I was pulling his bestie, his sister, away from him and i'm telling him or telling her like i want to go to bed i'd like to sleep i go home i go home to virginia at the time like i go back to virginia tomorrow i'd like to spend the night with my wife wife. right and i wasn't even trying to i just wanted to lay with her and be be around her and like bask her right Right. and so he was he did something like he grabbed my tank top and i grabbed his wrist and i said i'm not playing it was game over he took a swing at me and so we started rumbling. His friend got into it, and we, there was a big fight, and it turned into a big thing. After that, both of them didn't like me. The mom 
And because you beat her baby. Yeah. And that was really her baby. And he turned his sister into his wife. They had they were really close. They're still very close. I know that they're really close. They go out. And I know that for him, it's, you know, this is my little sister. I introduced her to this like nightlife because he really did. And she helped him get girls and X, Y and Z. But for her, she the way when we when we spoke about him, she would I can see like, no, I could see her like just being a little sister, like glowing, like because this is my little brother, brother, like this is my brother. And like he glowing like anything he needed yeah like change the diaper like this was her older brother so i get it and i but when that happened the mother was like you gotta go right because i i I, the other kid was like bleeding there was blood on the floor like you got you gotta go you have to know i did i really did put a put another beating on but the most important part for this right and this is like key moments in my my relationship my mother came in the room and said you have to go. She was screaming, like, you have to go. Please oh, because y'all live with her. Yeah, I, had, okay. I, I got arrested that night. They, I, I was booked that night. Right. But she was like, you have to go. You have to go. Uh, and my wife said, okay. And started packing both of our things. And the mother was like, mm. what? What? She was, I didn't even know what she was doing. She was packing a bag for both of us. She's like, he goes, I go. She held you down. He was like, no. And then that's when they reset and they're like, all right. But they had to call the paramedic. The mo- I didn't know this, but when you call paramedics and there's blood involved, you got to, yeah. You got to go to, like, you have to go. And so they asked me, do you want to um, arrest any of them? And I said, no, in hopes that it would stay right there and mm-hmm. nobody would have to go anywhere. And they were like, all right, well, turn around. And I got, I got really lucky because I told them, listen, I got to be at work tomorrow. I, I I work in the military. I work in Virginia. Look at my ID. And they were really cool. So what they did is they left me there for the night. And they released me uh, later on that day in the morning. So it's about a seven-hour drop, seven-and-a-half-hour drop. Charge got dropped? Yeah, but it took him some time. Like He, he, he wanted you to feel it. Yeah, he was hurting. I had to come back you to You embarrassed him. You embarrassed his I, I did it to both of them. I, I, you made a statement to the family. They knew. They knew what? So the next like, week. Maybe like a week and a half later, I come back and I knock on on the mom's door and we're talking outside. And she told me, she's like, I've been living here for 20 something years and I've never had to call the police in my house. Right. She's saucing it. Like, why are you right, making you feel bad? And she said, I was like, so what are you penalizing me for? Right. Because you're coming at me. I can feel you attacking me. But what are you attacking me for? Because your son was the one who swung at me. Are you upset that I swung back and I hurt him and I hurt his friend? Or you upset that? Well, who are you upset at right now? Right. Because your son was who, the one who created that moment. All I did was defend myself. Now the question is, would it have been better if I, I would have just let him beat me up? No. How would your wife respect you? How? How would anyone in that family respect you? They would have. They would have probably world started. Absolutely. And so, look. When I tell you, like, I don't want to, like. I don't want to add more energy towards it, but I really, on the friend, not the, not the brother, the brother, right. the brother, I only hit him with a couple combos, but the other friend, he, he got it the worst. He got it the worst because he says that he came in to separate, but when he swung, the, the first punch that he swung, I, I dodged it and it grazed like my wife and she felt the air. Oh, so that's when it was. So a... she knew 
she, when she he came and he said, no, I tried to stop it. She said she was the one. No, 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 you didn't. You took a swing at him and you missed because I felt it moved her hair and everything. Don't tell me that you you didn't try to separate anything with what? With a fist. Right. So you and her went through the fire. Well, we, there was other things you have. No, we we. He said, we got to do this another podcast. No, we, we, we went through some things. It was another episode. It was love in there. Dang, we're doing good. F, man. So you found which way is up. I feel like that's the hardest thing, man, especially right now. I feel like you could, you could shed so much light to people about to get married and so much life with people going through marriage. You know what I mean? To be so vulnerable, to be like, this is where I failed. This is how you're not supposed to do anything. How it's so important for to have a relationship with your wife's mother. The that is the, the, the key thing. That's, like, the, key, that's yeah. the key thing. Especially if you don't have the mom's support, it's, you, it's, you, it's, who's going to go gonna against their mother? Yeah, it's going to be hard. The hardest thing is like that. I the worst thing you could do is try to separate a mom. From and her he, daughter. But here's the thing, right? And this is the tricky part that it, it also took me a while to understand is that she's going to come and complain about her mother to you. It's your job to be quiet. Separate the two, right. Listen, right? And even your advice has to be, you have to be careful. That's not. That's still you your have mother. To be, you have to be careful. She's going to be upset. And one day she's going to go to her mom and complain about you. Your mom, her mom's not going to be careful. No, she's not. She's not. And that's, that's, the, that's the balance there, right? It's your job to sit there and listen. And be neutral. Be neutral. And be a husband. Let her mom say whatever she wants about you. It should, it, that you shouldn't take it personally. And I think I was just talking to my boy about this. Not to switch things. Just his boy about this. Him and his girl had some relationship issues. And I told him the reason why his parents don't like her. Because he would always go back and tell his parents what she said about his parents. Should, should so I was like, so what, what, do you, what do you mean you guys got problems? The reason why you got problems is because you double, you double dipping. I told my dad what she said about her. I was like, no, so how do you think your dad's going to feel when y'all meet back up? Yeah, that, that, and you know, I had no experience with that because my first girlfriend, she lived with her aunt. Mm-hmm. And so that relationship was completely different. She had more freedom to go and come as she pleased. The aunt still loved her like a daughter, but it's different. When your mother, when, you, when you're like raised with your mother, she was also the baby. That was another thing I failed to tell you. She's the baby. Right. So, you she's know. Spanish? Yeah, Dominican. Spanish women love their moms. I dated this Puerto Rican girl, and her mother was like her best friend. Yeah. Her mother literally snuck me into a house. I was sitting there thinking at 14, like, who does this? <laughs> I told her everything. Even one, one time her cousin did some weird stuff, and I was like, oh, hold on. And, and I immediately told my, I texted her immediately, listen, your cousin just put me in a weird situation. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm just sitting on the couch, and I'm not moving. Um, are you coming home anytime soon? She popped up in like the next five minutes. Boom, what up? We here. Yeah. G-Unit. What? We in here. We had a really good, it, it was fun. When it was fun, it was fun. Like I said, you never stop fighting. It's a, it's a struggle. You know the question that I want to ask and probably what the world wants to ask? What do you do with the pictures after you guys divorce? Are they still online? So my Facebook is so old. And I originally set it up to only I can see certain pictures. It, I don't know if you remember, but Facebook, 
the way you put up pictures on certain sites, you have to up, upload it to Facebook Files. first. Right, yeah. And then you can put it on different sites. I think even Tinder's like that now or was like that. Or they connect through different through yeah. Right. And so a lot of my pictures are still there, but I don't use Facebook. You don't have a photo album of your guys' wedding or anything else that you still no, look at? No. I don't She has all the pictures? No, I don't keep I don't so she she did do this one thing. I was in camp I, I was in boot camp and she 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 made a book. Like she got a book scrapbook. Done. She she no she got she sent out for Shutterfly she had it made. I know what you're talking it's about. It's like a bunch of pictures of us put together. Where is that at? It's in my house, somewhere in my in my house. Yeah. I still have. I always wonder about what do people do with pictures, especially through social media, because we got a coworker who broke up with her boyfriend and she deleted all the pictures. She, now she crops out all the pictures of her ex boyfriend. I'm like, they're still good pictures. What I don't know what to do with, and I'll be honest, is. So I was in boot camp. Right. And the only way to communicate was through letters. Yes. I feel terrible throwing them away, not because it's her, but because it was a chapter in my life that was really relevant to me. I'm going to be 300 with you. Get rid of those? No, because I got love letters from high school that I still read. But they're not. I I know that. I want to give them to my son. Really? Yeah. I want to put them in a scrapbook. And when he turns 15 and 14, when he starts dating, I said, son, there's a part of my life that I would like to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> this was your father when he was your age. Watch the glow and grow. No, uh, I'll be like Thanos. Learn from it. <laughs> Run from it. I also have something else. I have a, when I was, when I first went, I went on my first deployment, I, I wrote every day in a book. You have a journal. Yeah, but it was they they were very small like snippets. Yeah, and it was whatever we were going through at the time and I I read it not too long ago and I, I read it cuz I found it. Uh I just found it. I was moving some stuff and I found it and I read it. And I noticed that a lot of it to me my my marriage was it was more ups than it was down, but as I read the book I'm like maybe it was more down than it was up, you know? The the I think the craziest thing is when you read read stuff Back in the day, before Hotmail changed, you could read old messages. And I read an email from 2007. And I was realizing the way I spoke back then and everything else. And I was like, why am I saying this stuff? To realize, like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I had to get my head in that mindset to be like, who was I? What type of person was I? And like, why am I saying this stuff now? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I have, think everyone should time. What year was life. that? It was two thousand six. I was seventeen. Two thousand six. So I might have been eighteen ish. Yeah, I was seventeen. Whatever year, whatever year Twitter came out, and I was putting outrageous thing on Twitter. I'm when I tell delete, you delete your tweets. It there was. There's, it came out like 2009. So I remember it came out for the same thing. And people were like, you got to get on Twitter. I was like, no, nah, I'm just on Facebook, dude. Right, yeah. I, I and did. then I realized maybe I should have capitalized on it when it was big. I'm going to delete all those tweets. Yeah, I just did. It was it was shenanigans. When I tell you shenanigans, shenanigans. Wild stuff. Yeah, it's sometimes I think it's the best. I think the only thing that we have over our generation above us is that we literally can document our growth. Right. Ooh. 
We literally have documented our growth. And at the end of wherever you go, there literally could be a movie played from Instagram of who you were. And watch you grow. And fl- look at the, the challenge, yeah, the 10-year yeah. challenge. What adults are saying, you remember me 10 years ago? No. No. Because you don't got them old Polaroid cameras. Oh, so oh, so fun fact. I don't, did I ever show you that I have an album? Uh, so what I do occasionally is I'll go grab a... I haven't done it with you, so I have to do it with you now. So every every time I feel like I've entered another stage in my life, even if it's a small transition, right. I'll go and I'll buy a... Like a... Uh, disposable camera. Disposable camera, and I'll take pictures. Random stuff. It doesn't doesn't necessarily have meaning, but as you go back... It becomes meaningful, right? Because we don't necessarily hold every second and every moment in our heads. And once you capture the moment, it's right. the, it, it, it doesn't matter if it meant nothing at the moment. It's once there. you go back, it's like frozen in time. I think back, I went back home. I still have like photo albums that I used to take pictures of a long time. I feel like I should get back to that. Because now everything's digital. I just have everything on my iPhone. But I had nothing but physical cards. What I, I think... What I used to do is, I used, I haven't done it in a while, but what I did, we might do it this year. Every student I had before, when they graduate kindergarten, I write them a letter when they turn 18. So I date it when they turn 18 and address who they were as five. So they get a time capsule of what their life was. What did you want to be when you were five years old? Are you still doing this? Everything else? What were you like? And a picture of you at five with me saying, like, farewell, everything. That's, that, I love that. I wonder if I'm sure. Dang, I just gave all that for free. So whoever stole that idea, just remember I did it first. Which way is up? Podcast January seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. Oh man, this was great. This was great. Do you want to go check out the heights? No, hold on. I want to cover something else. Oh, so yeah, what we're gonna do is which way is up? Podcast. We're starting a comedy show in the heights. So we're starting a comedy show. Uh, we're gonna let the world know when it's happening. Uh, what we're going to do is going to be me and Letha will be hosting. We'll be hosting the show pretty much like this, but not as deep, you know, as we host the show. And we got five funny comics in the city. And we have a musical artist at the end that closes out with music. And we have a live DJ. It's called the Which Way Is Up Variety Show. Uh, it's either going to be Monday nights, Tuesday nights, or Wednesday. We're still figuring out, but it's going to come to you in February. Uh, also, you got anything coming up? Um, the events coming up so i've just started this might take some time but i've just started really looking into um this application that i want to put out and um it's what i'm working on i also have some animation that i'm working on but as 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 the dates come up i'll start to put them out on a podcast i think this is going to be a great outlet for us uh yeah friday friday i'm at broadway comedy club late at night uh 12 a.m saturday i'm in where's the show at the Platform Cafe, Saturday, and then Sunday I'm at Governor's Comedy Club at 4 o'clock, and then I'm at Solus Bar 8 p.m., and wherever else. So to everyone out there, this is the Which Way's Up podcast. Uh, thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for listening to the Rough Draft. It's only going to get better as it goes by. Uh, thank you for sharing your life. That was an Absolutely. amazing story. That Appreciate was, it. I thank you for sharing your life. You, you put on some good stuff. But now we know which way is up. I feel like I'm a whole lot better knowing knowing how to how to know when to never stop throwing punches that might be the title <laughs> never stop throwing punches don't put your hands down what yeah. do they say protect yourself at all times yeah otherwise you, you never go. drop your hands that's what they say in boxing all the time yeah. never drop your hands you'll lose so yeah to everyone out there especially in a marriage if you feel like it's going tough 
and you and your spouse are arguing and everything else, don't stop, don't stop swinging. Never drop your hands because when you stop fighting, it's over. I like and, that. I like that. And Ray J will take your wife. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. All right, world. Peace up, A Town Down. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Which way is up with three Ys? Uh, if you want to follow Lito, Lito underscore Cash. If you want to follow me, it's Mister Waters on Instagram. That that's my snap. So Lito underscore Cash. That's my snap, and my Instagram is Lito Cash. Free OJ Simpson, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. Which way is up?